Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, well, you've popped your podcast on. I've just uh, popped my bread in, and that is very soon going to be toast, all thanks to my gorgeous four-slot classic jewelet toaster. Oh, do you want one? Do you? Of course you do. All you've got to do is go to dualit.com, D-U-A-L-I-T.com, slash toasterpod, and then you will... Just hang on. Oh, that's oh, that's browning really nicely. Yeah, so dualit.com, D-U-A-L-I-T, dualit.com, slash toasterpod, and you could be winning a four-slot classic toaster, sandwich cages, oh, a classic kettle, a taster pack, of compostable coffee bags and a travel mug all thanks to our friends at Julit who are bringing you today's episode of my mate bought a toaster but listen don't take it from me that these toasters that this kit is brilliant take it from the amazon reviews excellent classic says jr designed to last probably longer than jr did that's a reference to a tv show from a long time ago he says it looks superb andy says the build quality is fantastic gives off 60s vibes someone else says i bought my parents one 30 years ago and they still use it regularly. These things are built to last, much like me. So do yourself a hang on, just oh, that looks good. Do yourself a favour. Go to dualits d u a l i t dot com slash toasterpod. Get stuck in, and good luck. On with the show. This dress is really creaky as well. Well, <laughs> so I you, feel like I have to explain it. <laughs> so you've got a creaky dress, right? Yeah. So hello, Vic Slate, and welcome to my mate bought a toaster. Uh, you have got a creaky dress, and I'm sitting on a very creaky chair. Okay, so between us, we're uh, an yeah. audio sensation. Yeah, exactly. There's a good sort of, um, I think, well, certainly with this chair, fake leather ASMR. Yeah, this is also on. fake leather. This is vegan leather, which I think is a fancy word for plastic. <laughs> That's what they recorded plastic with. It's that good. I'm going to use that next time I have a cheap Sainsbury's <laughs> bag and people are like judging me. I'll be like, no, this is actually it's a vegan leather vegan bag. Leather. It's uh, vegan leather in orange. You're wrong. Oh, when I need a laugh, there's a helping people. With Tom Bass talking to these funny people. He's asking what they find and they're telling the stories. Can somebody yell another name of the show, please? It's my maid, So, uh, Vix, uh, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to log into your uh, Amazon account. That requires me knowing my password, doesn't it? Do you know it or not? Oh, here oh. We go. Welcome to this part of the show where I will fade down to some hold music now while Vix looks for her password. That's right, guys. It's the password hold music. Do, 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 do. do the, the record for this, by the way. Am I going to have to reset this? Yeah, that happens. Uh, Jason Manford's password. I also find that I get quite um, attached to passwords. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what scammers rely on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Password nostalgia 
is killing home security, guys. This is such an embarrassing state of affairs. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the uh, best reaction ever to an Amazon purchase history. An embarrassing state of affairs. Yeah. Um, all right, let's begin, shall we, Vix Layton? All right, let's do it. 2013, Vix okay. Layton. That's when we uh, see some activity beginning. That's when you appear. Okay. Um, on our detectors here on My Mate Bought a Toaster. You, can you see, detect us. Yeah, well, you're up to stuff. May 2013, the first thing you bought, a perennial favourite on My Mate Bought a Toaster, The Man Who Made Husbands Jealous by Jilly Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jilly Cooper, the woman who taught me most of what I knew about sex as a teenager. This is it. When it's posh sex, it's always called romping. Yeah. Men rearing up out of the bath, that kind of thing. Like <laughs> phrases that you never hear outside of Jilly Cooper world. I get so excited when I go to like Gloucester and Cheltenham because I'm like, oh, I'm in Jilly Cooper land. Forget calling it the Cotswolds. Call yeah. it the Cooperwolds. It is the Cooperwolds for yeah. me. Yeah. But yeah, it taught me the wrong the wrong things, I think. Those books have a terrible message. Well, go on. What's, what, in terms of sex or in terms of everything? Sex. Is it all very, very sort of subjugated women? And... Everything. Yeah. The mm. way women, considering she's a women writer, mm. you'd think she'd have a slightly more three-dimensional view of a woman's character. But, yes. uh, yeah, no. Right. So are so you good. suggesting she invests the horses with more uh, dimensions than the women? You can see who she really loves. <laughs> <laughs> it's only years later as well because apparently it's uh, built around some people who are real. Oh, really? So some like people from like the royal family and adjacent. The characters are based on them, which is quite exciting. Particularly the polo players. So, uh, and then you Google them, and you are immediately disappointed because there's a, a lead character who is a cad and a bounder called Rupert Campbell Black yes. in uh, Julie Cooper novels, yes. and he is probably my first love, and he is the worst. <laughs> Human yes. being in the world. He is, to describe it here, he is a blue-eyed havoc maker. He very much is. But people love a bit of havoc. She's still writing them as well. So if you go right the way up to like 2021, I think her last book was out. I'm still reading them, even though I feel dirty and I need to be pressure washed but I don't afterwards. Know, people it's... do have a sort of guilty pleasure thing with her books. And is that because of uh, politically incorrect and a bit dated now? Or is that because they're... Because I, in terms of them being easy to read and stuff, I always sort of push against that idea of if a book's easy to read, it's of no benefit. You still learn loads from books that are easy to read. In fact, they're harder to write, I would say. Yeah, I think the mistake people make is for writers like Marion Keyes and reading her book at the moment, mm. her newest book. She covers some absolutely devastating topics, yeah. but because it's got a brightly covered, coloured cover, yes. people assume it's a silly girl's beach book, but... They cover rehab, grief, like yeah. manic depression. Like they are some of the darkest books I've ever seen. I think my first experience with depression as a concept was reading a book called Lucy Sullivan's Getting Married. Okay. And that was the first time I'd ever come into contact with it. And I was about 15 or 16. I was like, mm. hang on, this is how I feel sometimes. But you would never expect it from well, looking at the cover of them. So that's quite good in a way then. That yes. the, the cover, you know, it gets it's the Trojan horse. It gets through. You think it's a bright, sparkly vase of flowers and actually it's deadly and it's full of stingy things. But to be clear, Jilly Cooper is not that woman. <laughs> no, that's the so Jilly Cooper's not doing that. It no, is just sex women and exist for to be wives, basically. They aspire to be wives. Yeah. They run after the men. They forgive them all sorts. Yes. They aspire to be very thin. Thin uh, is the win for Jilly Cooper people. Thin is the win, she, yeah will occasionally point to weights when she's talking about people. So it'd be like, oh, she tipped the scales at 10 stone four. Oh. Basically, the implication <laughs> is she is a blimp, like she's a society outcast. 
she sort of strikes me as a sort of evil Camilla Parker Bowles. That's how I start to picture Julie Cooper. I don't mean evil. Do I mean evil? But it's sort of a very sort of um, maybe what I mean is how Camilla Parker Bowles would be without a PR team. A lot of the women get ill from heartbreak and as a result get thin and win back the errant men that have been cheating on them. It's a yeah, it's a this, real vibe. <laughs> this is not passing the Bechdel test, is it? No, this there are women well. characters, but you do not aspire to be them. Uh, Vix, tell me about your life when you are reading this brilliant escapism that Julie Cooper provides. So you, so you uh, get this in 2013. Uh, uh, what's happening to Vix Layton at this moment, please? I'm trying to work out how old I was and that's mm-hmm. it depresses me horribly. It's enjoy- 20 years ago. No, it's not. It's 10 years ago. Is it? Yeah, 2013. It's 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. 10 years. You actually made me scared for a second. I was like, oh, no. It's not 2033 already. I think these are basically screensavers for my mind. So, 28, I would have been probably just, I just got my first job in London. Ah, okay. And I never thought I'd leave Cardiff. So, I'm from Cardiff. I had aspired to move out, but I'd. I'd come into some money, not to be Julie Cooper about it. Basically, I got oh. fired and they gave me redundancy money. So I bought a flat. Ah, and when you buy. In London or in Cardiff? In Cardiff, right, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Because <laughs> my parents were obsessed with the idea that I was going to fritter it away on shiny trinkets and sweets yes. if I didn't put it in to something meaningful. Yes. So I bought a flat. So when I bought the flat, I thought, well, I'm going to be here for a while. But mm. I was still applying for jobs in London. Doing what exactly? What was your advice? Uh, PR. Ah. Personal finance PR, so the good side, the light side of PR. Okay. Only good things, money saving. And uh, against the odds, because I've interviewed for this job, I think, four or five times, and it just became a little thing that I did in my spare time. (laughs) I'd go and interview for this job, (laughs) and I was meeting different people each time. And the first couple of times, I didn't have a job, and then it took on a bit more of an exciting pressure because I was meeting the big dog, I was meeting the boss. Mm-hmm. Tony Langham. Oh, Tony Langham. Yeah. The thinking man's Martin Lewis. Exactly. The company no is called Lanson's. Tell me about them, okay? Langham Parsons. Yeah. It was a husband Great. and wife power couple. Okay. And they are some they are two of the coolest people. I've been I was really, really lucky to get the job. But oh. by that point, by the time I met, you know, the big boss. Yeah. <laughs> I had stopped associating these trips with getting a job and moving to London. But sometimes that's that's the way it works, isn't it? The number of times I've got gigs or, or auditions or whatever, when I just stop caring and I just think I've tried to, I've been banging my head against this wall. I'm actually numb now. Yeah, and I remember going to the interview. I got a coffee on my way to galvanise me. I spilt it all down, <laughs> a black and white dress, and it was a grown-up's dress, right? I bought it and I thought when I bought it, this is a grown-up's dress. Oh, no. Spilt it all down the white panel. Oh, no. And then I had to go to the toilets and try and scrub it off. And the oh very God. diligent receptionist at this place was trying to wrestle it off me. And I wrestled her like a bear <sighs> to keep this jacket on because I didn't want it to know I'd spilled like coffee all down Can myself. I take your jacket? No! I was, yeah, it's my I was apron. so aggressive. I like practically slapped her away. <laughs> Maybe that's what got you the job. Washed I like and, her. She's got something about her. <laughs> washed and dried it in the toilet, then held onto this jacket for like the first half hour and then took it off, hoping, because it was so hot in this room. I could yeah. see Tony was looking at me like, how is she not feeling this heat? The woman is sweating. Oh so I God. took it off and I had to believe. It was like a scene from a chick lit book in itself mm. because I'm this sort of scruffy South Wales girl going into quite a slick office to yeah. potentially become an account manager for all these like f- very fancy finance brands. So yeah. investment banks, they had some really like more consumer focus, but they had investment Banks. And those guys need the PR, especially post 2007, 2008, right? These guys are all yeah. working their way back. But there's a specific type of person 
that they want to see managing their comms and it's not somebody with Caulfield down there. So I don't think Tony himself would have judged me, but he would have been looking at me through the filter of, could we send her to a meeting at yes, yeah. a big investment bank? Could you pitch to them? When you do a big interview, right, do you have to do... I'm sorry, a friend of mine got a big job recently and she did a big PowerPoint for the interview. She like comes in and goes, okay, everyone, thanks. And then, boop. And just if you just look at the screen and here's my vision. That's becoming more common. You do the work before you get the job. Exhausting. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of hours they want you to put in now, particularly for creative jobs because they're so competitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen because I've set those tasks myself as an interviewer. Oh, so the... you've now become Sir Alan, have you? You're I less know. Katie Hopkins, more Sir Alan. Now. I've done all the work, and I'm I'm furious about it because uh, I've done all the work just in time for 360 feedback to come in. So the one thing I was looking forward to is I get to be the appraisee becomes the appraiser. Yeah, nice. Now they appraise you back. Like, how is that fair? Oh, so that's what 360 means. So everybody gets. To to give a view of you. Everyone hears from oh everyone. God, that's like, like the comments section on podcasts coming to life. Exactly. I don't want 360 on podcasts. It's, it's Keep like your being in an Uber oh, in no. the office all the time <laughs> and you're like trying to do plea bargains with junior staff. You're like, you know, I had a little talent. I told you off, but you told me off. So should we agree? Mm. Three? <laughs> Both of us three. I'll three you if you three me. So <laughs> That's a lot of trust you're putting in yeah. your driver there. So sometimes you just want to read a book Yeah, well, I can see men that. are playing polo, Yeah, women are doing nothing at all and that's fine. Well, I would say that the the <laughs> you know um the 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 Thames barrier for worries is books, right? Yeah. That's for me anyway, loading up a Kindle and keeping and keeping that tied back is all these things and you've gone for it Lee Boyce the Battenberg bomb. <gasps> that's What's my that? friend. He's a finance journalist actually. Okay. And that was his first book uh, oh. that he wrote and it was really good and he used a he was crowdsourcing terrible date stories. Excellent. And he used one of mine, which was amazing. <gasps> Obviously, we now need to hear the terrible date story from Vix Layton. <laughs> uh, I once took a man I met on Match.com. This was when online dating was not cool. Like, yep. that was not how people well, were meeting. It was embarrassing. When I first did stand-up 20 years ago, you get people in the front row and go, oh, did you meet online? To get a cheap laugh. Yeah, and they'd rather say they'd met an STD clinic, to be honest. <laughs> like, they'd look harrowed. And so I'd met this guy, he was like 19. His name was Goat of Mendez. That was his username. His uh, real name's been lost in the sands of time. But I don't know who was in his writer's room because we were getting on really well. Like he, he was sending me books and books worth of hopes and dreams, music, we like the same stuff. Mm. I had sort of, I, I'd already, because I was 19, an idiot, I was like, I'd pre-fallen in love with this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived in Chester, so he hadn't been able to meet. So we arranged to meet, right. came down from Chester, oh, long God. old train journey that. Mm. He booked into a hotel, presumptuous. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows I you how long the train is back to Chester. Lived to regret that, he did, because that cost him some money. And uh, he was so boring... <gasps> that the only thing I could think of to talk to him about was how many Weatherspoons he had in Chester versus Cardiff. Please, please don't. Yeah, because no. Cardiff at the time had seven. <laughs> and I took him... Hang on, Cardiff had seven Weatherspoons? Seven Weatherspoons in walking distance. Central Bar, the gatekeeper, the Ernest Willows, <laughs> the Prince of Wales. Have they all sort of merged like sort of white blood cells? Have they all merged into one big boil now? Is Cardiff mostly Weatherspoons? Oh, I, I, do you know what? I've exaggerated. Two of them were Lloyd's number one bar, but same we thing. all know they're the same, same thing. thing. That's like saying pitch from piano is different to slug and lettuce. Yeah. Same thing, lads. Same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took him to all seven. <laughs> You did a Weatherspoons crawl. I did. You went through all the spoons, the I full cutlery drawer. Up. I hyped them up as well. I was like, they've all got different carpets. The toilets are all amazing. You're going to really love this. But, but presumably this wasn't the first thing off the bat. It was the fact that you realised however many minutes into the date that this guy was horrendous. Oh, boring. he's so boring. Oh, my God. And he oh didn't look God. like his pictures. Now that 
which I think is unfair. He had a massive head. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a paper mache hot air balloon that a child had made. It was awful. Uh, uh, not, please tell me that wasn't the first thing he said when he saw him. Oh my no. God, your head is close. Oh. Well, it, it arrived before his body and I was like, this isn't on. <laughs> but nonetheless, he got a hotel. I was wow. stuck with him because oh I was polite. God. And uh, yeah, even after seven Weatherspoons, he didn't get any better. What time did you knock it on the head? I took him to my local rock bar, Metro's, mm. because I fancied the barman. So I was so drunk that I didn't fancy him, but mm. I thought this evening need not be wasted. This is a good outfit. going to go and chat this barman up. Nice. And use the fact that I was on a bad date to indicate to the barman yeah. that I was single and ready to mingle. Clever. So, yeah, it would have been, but However, the, the rest yeah. of this horrible, horrible true story that I try, I've tried to tell as a story in my stand-up, but it's so ridiculous people don't believe it. Right. I panicked speaking to the handsome man, yeah. and instead of telling him about my bad date, I said that I wanted to work at the bar. I was like, I've always wanted to work what? here. Why do we do things? You, you, as you hear them coming out of your mouth, you're like, this has got nothing I to do with I was genuinely like, I was completely divorced from this thought. <laughs> and it was happening in real time. And like, there was someone locked in the boot of my brain going, no. And uh, I think I was, I think I thought what was going to happen is we would exchange numbers so he could pass it on to whoever relevant was, okay. was recruiting. But he got the manager <laughs> and I was interviewed for the job and I got it. <laughs> So you started working. So I worked there for two weeks rather than say I just fancied this man. I worked there for two weeks. I already had a job. I worked at Admiral Car Insurance in the day. Then in the evening, between 10 and 2, went and worked in the cloakroom at Metro's. Because you fancied the guy who worked at the bar. Yeah. Who had a normal sized head. But was ugly when I was sober. And I'd never been in that bar sober before. (laughs) And you know what? You're not allowed to work behind the bar. You have to work your way up. So I had to work in the cloakroom. Oh, really? To work your way up to the pants. You've got to start on the shop floor before you get into the booth. Such a people pleaser. I'm such a people pleaser. Well, Uh, you're certainly pleasing me right now. This is excellent stuff. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. Second of October 2014, the MacBook 13 inch uh, sticker of Snow White. Do you know what? There are about eight of these in my account because I love it. It's the original decal that people had on MacBooks. So decal, explain. So it's the stickers you see on the back that wankers with Macs because mm-hmm. we, we all want to be original. A wanker tag. A wanker. It's a wanker yeah. tag, yeah. Yep. Some of them have graffiti ones, but the original one, it's Snow White and she's holding the Apple logo. It's quite cool. It's I love quite, it. It's quite cool. I quite like it. I yeah. absolutely love it. I've got it on my laptop now. Like I Every laptop I've had because... I, I can't afford a MacBook, so all of them are work laptops. So when I have to hand them back in, I have to buy another <laughs> one. That's how many jobs I've had. <laughs> That's look, good. Look, look for the Snow White decal. This and is it, great. This is how we work it out. Look for the wet wipes to get the coffee off the interview dress. Yeah. And then look for the, the decals. Yeah, this is like rings around a tree. Every time you see a new Snow White dispatched, I've got a new job. That's that's you tagging up a new Mac. All right, so yeah. that was in 2015. That's where we are now. Yeah, that uh, was Quidco. I was working at Quidco at the time. Okay, the PR manager. things are getting real now. We're going we're gonna to rattle through a few things now. All right. Okay, so I just want a very nice sort of uh, explanation. Okay, so imagine you are uh, up in court and I'm providing you with the evidence. New party, sexy, dressy... Women lace gloves. This is seventeenth uh, of February, twenty fifteen. Uh that oh, that would be my Rock of Ages Henry Kens. <laughs> oh, 
Nice. Yeah. Your, for your hand, for your marriage. Yeah, I had two um, because I'm. I hate everything about Hen Weekends. Sorry, people who are listening who have been on yours. I probably hated it. <laughs> uh, I just don't want willy straws. I don't want sashes. Like I was a real dick for this. So I had two Hen Weekends that I organised myself. Of course you did. So I had the away fixture for people who had a bit more money mm-hmm. and wanted to come along. So we Did went you tell them they were the ones turning left on the plane? Well, I just wanted them... To, I didn't want people to feel like they had to just fork out loads of money because, again, totally. that's something I've got a real beef with. Like, yeah. I've spent more on people's hem weekends, mediocre hem weekends, than I've spent on my own holidays. There's a tax. There's a friend tax. Yeah. If you're currently 18 years old and you're making friends at university, be careful. Because in yeah. 10 years' time, those pricks are going to be getting married in Spain and you're going to be flying out there. And it's worse for bridesmaids as well. You feel like it's an honour. It's not. It's an albatross. <laughs> Please still ask me, friends. But, uh, That's true. It's, so it's just like, oh, do you want true. hair and makeup? That sounds great. That's £45. You fucking what, mate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. your and day, you, right? And you've got to buy this dress. What? Yeah. I've got to buy your uniform? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, thank I'm you. I'm not putting your livery on, mate. What's going <laughs> exactly. on here? Okay, so uh, having just said I want a quick, I want quick answers, I'm now absolutely fascinated with this. So you had a home and away yes. Hindu. That's brilliant. So yeah. what was the what was the the gold package? What was the bronze package? V Festival Day, again, <gasps> reason, rel- relatively reasonably priced. Justin Timberlake was headlining, the nice. killers were on. Right. Lovely day, lovely day. Lovely. That was... Yeah, there was, so there were about 10 of us on that one. Yeah. I bought all the tickets as well. And I was like, if you've got a willy straw on you, I'll be patting you down. You're not getting your ticket. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was, really, I was a real dick. And Ironically. The, the home fixture. Yeah, no dicks, just me. I'm the only dick here. Right? <laughs> and then Cardiff was, we went to see Rock of Ages, like a touring production in the new theatre okay. in Cardiff. We all dressed up in 80s and uh, I nearly got kicked out because I was too drunk and my friend fell asleep. It's your so, hendy, that's what you're supposed to do. I know, but I think about it every couple of weeks before I go to sleep. So I remember saying, like, literally being the person that everyone hates yeah. in the theatre. You're there to have a good time. Yeah. Nothing but a good time as per, as per the soundtrack. Mm. And there's some little princess going it's my head don't ruin it we tried to sneak into a box because it was empty but obviously we weren't sneaking because we were dressed in 80s gear and it was a box so everyone could see it there's nothing louder in the world there's oh, nothing louder in the world so than a drunk person going shh that is the loudest thing in the world I'm so I'm, I'm so embarrassed and also do you now as a performer oh yeah see how horrendous but every time now you have to deal with drunk crowds that's karma 2015 me that's karma. Was you, an asshole. 20, 2015, listen. But I, she looked fabulous it, in lace gloves. That's it. Sometimes you have to look great but be an asshole. And sometimes, you know, you have to do the opposite, which is definitely me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, June 2015, Star Wars, Kenobi, Jedi, uh, Hooded Row. Secret Cinema. Oh, yeah, cinema, but with costumes. Yeah, secret cinema. So you, it was an immersive cinema experience. Yeah. You super brilliant because it was like very low. There weren't that many tickets you could get. Mm-hmm. It's gone a bit shonky now. Uh-huh. Bigger sites that you don't get as much. So they were like actors running around. You got to be part of the scenes. Yeah, amazing. So I Genius. Learned, I learned a Jedi mind trick with Lando Calrissian and then you could use it to get served at the bar before everybody else. It was so good. What? Yeah, it was amazing. I did the Dirty Dancing one as well and you got we got into the staff quarters for the party, so you got to see the whole scene play out. It was uh, it's it's so good at its best, but I've gone to a couple of them recently and I wouldn't spend my money on it. What I like about you, Vix, is you are absolutely determined to have a good time. Yeah. If you go through pretty much every story, it's been like, right, so here's what we're going to do. You're very in the moment. Like, there's oh, no going on. I squeeze the fun out of everything. <laughs> like, I, want, <laughs> I want to experience all of this. I had this weird premonition that I was going to die before I was 30 with no basis for it. It's not like har- like horrible, harrowing family history or anything. I just right. had this idea in my head that I was, I was only going to live till 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
because of that, I sort of ran at everything. And now I'm 38 and tired. I'm still <laughs> still living that life, but I resent it. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. At Toasterpot is the name we're trying to jam. It's simple like a sunny filled with cheese and ham. At Toasterpot, at Toasterpot, at Toasterpot, I swear it's not a scam, I think. Time for a quick break. We'll have more from Vic Slayton in just a tick. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, welcome back to My Mate Bought a Toaster. This is the show that looks through its guests' Amazon purchase history in order to tell their life story. Today's guest is Vix Layton. Talking of Vix Layton, she does a very, very cool podcast called False Economy. They are a friend of My Mate Bought a Toaster and we love them and it's a dead good show. It's a, well, it's a similar vibe, quite frankly. Uh, the brilliant Vix Layton and Paul Watson go through people's spending habits. They have a look through loads of funny people's um, histories of what they've bought, their best bargains, their worst bargains, the silliest thing they bought, the best thing they bought. It's dead good. It's out now across all your podcast bits and bobs, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, head over to Acast. You can go to your podcast platform of choice and you can find False Economy. Go and have a listen after this. Loads of great episodes. Obviously, the one with Tom Price is really good. Uh, there's also Sean Smith, Rachel Fairburn is a brilliant one. Sakisa, who has been on this show as well, is excellent. That is False Economy, available now, hosted by Vix Layton. Talking of Vix Layton. March 2016, I can see you've got a new job because you bought the uh, Wonder Woman decal. The decal, yeah. So new new gig starting in 2016, maybe? What, what date was that? Uh, March 2016. Yes, job was oh, I don't know also you're moving house as well 40 box house moving uh, pack for removals and storage oh yeah January 2016 Vic Slayton is on the move look. I love a new job I'm a very yeah. portfolio careerist oh that's a good way of putting getting constantly fired <laughs> yeah Blakey oh, I've only I... been fired twice not once twice yeah best firing I... story please oh I was invited to leave I shouldn't tell you who they are uh, vouchercodes.co.uk sure sure, uh, sure. look them up <laughs> I uh, accidentally printed out a job offer for another job that I had no interest in taking, which was what was annoying. Like, I only entertained it because I was really excited because I would get to work with a minor celebrity. They'd set up a business and I, I initially just wanted to go to lunch with this person because I, I was a fan. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, do you want this job? And I sort of considered it. It sounded quite glamorous, but also the job I was doing was very well paid. Mm. I didn't love it, but it was well paid. Yeah. Uh, so I was so, it was like a pipe dream sort of thing. It was like buying a scratch card, going for these interviews. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And then uh, it was like two days before Christmas. Ooh. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, two days before Christmas, I got back in from my team lunch. I was about to go into an all-hands meeting. And they were like, can we have a quick word? All-hands off deck. No! Before the all-hands. And I was really excited about the all-hands because the uh, MD was going to dress up as Santa and I heard it was embarrassing. Uh-huh. But, uh, I was like, oh, can I just go to the all-hands? They're like, no. <laughs> Wow. Took me into a little room. The HR woman was vibrating with excitement because you don't get to fire very often, do you? It's so literally both it's Christmas Christmas Day. It was Christmas Day for go. this woman two days early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they'd highlighted passages of my contracts because uh, they deemed the the people that I was looking at working for, but not very seriously, mm. a competitive uh, risk. Oh, wow. So you were basically having liaisons with the opposition, yeah, with the enemy. Yeah, in their mind. So they, they showed me the no-compete clause in my contract. Yeah. Oh, God, um, as soon as you get a contract out, I'm like, I oh, just fine, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, and whatever. I was I was drunk because I'd been on my Christmas lunch and I was dressed like Pat Butcher. I was really glamorous. <laughs> I remember they didn't let me take my coat off. And I had this massive leopard print coat on. What is it with people not letting you take your coat off? Fix? I just want to take my coat off. For God's sake. <laughs> no, I wanted to keep it. I wanted to keep it on. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so I took. Yeah, I, I went into this meeting and basically because I was drunk, I was like, well, I didn't really like the job anyway. So I just told them that I thought my job shouldn't exist. They should split it in two. They should promote this other person. They didn't do anything that I suggested. <laughs> and they escorted me off the premises. I love that you left your firing meeting, giving them a future strategy. Yeah, I thought they needed to know. Here's um, what you need to do. You need to silo off that part of the business. The irony was I was going to go into a meeting in that afternoon to speak to my manager about extending my probation because I didn't think it was working out. I just didn't feel like it was the right person uh... for the job. And I was like, you can't fire me. I was going to fire you. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, keep looking through your history here. I know you bought the boat that rocked. Love actually in Notting Hill. That is a... Richard Curtis extravaganza. It's a, a Richard Curtis threesome. It is. What a trio. That's so nice. I'd never seen The Boat That Rocked. My friend introduced it to me because it was one of her favourite comfort films. I'd yes. never seen it. But yes. then once I'd stepped into the warm, cosy, problematic worlds of Richard Curtis, I didn't want to come out. It is problematic. There's a moment in a Richard Curtis movie, um, the time travel one, when the bloke doesn't want to organise a wedding. And in order for him to make decisions about their wedding... Have you seen this film, by the way? Uh, yes. In order, for him, do you remember, in order for him to make decisions about his wedding, every item of clothing she takes off, he'll make a decision about his wedding. And that made me want to smash my computer to pieces. I hated it. I'm in two minds about this stuff because I think it's like Love Actually gets... There's discourse every year about Love Actually. People write essays about it. I yeah. think yeah. it's not meant to be real. Is it? Like, no. I think you've got yeah. to put your, you've got to suspend your outrage. Yes. Yes. And just, just live with it. What <laughs> I, um, what I find really, uh, the, I think what I mean about the Richard Curtis thing to try and distill it for my mind more than anyone else's entertainment um, is the way that all the male characters worship women in his films. I find that just really annoying. That Curtis thing that, that people have this kind of. Uh, um, the the I think it's a line. It's the of, opposite of Jilly Cooper. The opposite, maybe, well, maybe, <laughs> but it's all about men treating women like they're not real humans, and that annoys yeah. me when that happens. So yeah, that's there's, what it there's is a lot of trophyism. Thank think. you, trophyism. Yeah. Thank you. Good. It's like Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant in Notting yes. Hill. Like yes. that, that dynamic is very much aspirational. Like foppish silly man gets that, beautiful lady that for thing. no good reason beautiful <laughs> perfect woman and the, the crazy wacky man who's imaginative and funny because men are all funny and women are all so beautiful funny. that's what annoys me yeah. thank you okay good I, I feel we've got some closure on that good um, <laughs> alright okay let's move on shall we and see what else we've got here some lovely saffron 4th of January 2017 now Vix. <laughs> bit of saffron there uh, I was working with the food writer Jack Monroe at the time oh, I love Jack Monroe and I knocked 
a massive jar off his shelf and smash it all over the floor and it was worth about eighteen pounds, so I had to replace it. Saffron's really expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah, 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 she yeah, was yeah. really good about it and she <laughs> It's mortifying. Wow. So, yeah. Okay, good. Well done so there. That was, yeah, that is a quick fire one. There we go. There we go. Yeah, we'll do some quick quick fire ones now here on my mate bought a toaster. Uh, Saffron for Jack Monroe. Good. Sounds, uh, sounds like a band. Um, <laughs> we have got some glitter, cosmetic glitter here uh, on the 27th of June, 2017. Um, happy Father's Day, Dad. Oh, look, you got your dad an Amazon voucher. Oh, he he's... My dad values, like... Money over gifts. Like well, he's an easy, is... he's an easy man to buy for because he's got he he knows what he wants and he will buy it. You know, yeah. he's like he's reached retirement age now. He's if he wants me, he just gets it. Yeah. So Father's Day is a bit tricky. He doesn't like golf. He's not one of those people. Mm. So sometimes the easiest thing is like, do you want a new bit for your computer? Because he's he's a big gamer. Is he? So I get Ticketmaster vouchers for him as well. So I like give him sort of experiences or I take him to see things. Your dad's like, a gamer. Yeah. He what, met what his wife he? on World of Warcraft. No. Is, uh, yeah. How it's, interesting. Yeah. Oh, so. my God. Does he sit there with headphones on in a sort of little room like a teenager? That's well, amazing. yeah, and they've both, got their, they've both got computers now. They sit side oh, by side to game. So it's so yeah. beautiful. So has your dad always been a gamer? Has that always been his thing? Yeah. Um, I built a PC when I was about 14 because I, I was very popular. I had a lot of friends. Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> needs friends when I've got a graphics board? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> my friends were online, okay? They went to different schools. You see, a graphics board is never going to make you go no. to a honeymoon miles away my dad like i was like a like a little son to him like old school gender like we watched star trek together we watched babylon 5 he introduced me to red dwarf we built my own computer together that did good Um, getting getting a kid into red dwarf oh it's so good it's still one of my favorite things and if you look back it I was reading a Twitter thread about how progressive it actually is. Right. Can you do this, please? Because I saw this as well the other day. You yeah. will describe it better than me. It's so good. Yeah, because like they had like a female lead character. They made fun of the white man. They were two uh they were two BAME lead actors. Like yeah. it was so representative. Like the women were cool. Like Christine Kachansky was like an officer exactly. who was the love interest, and he was the idiot. Yeah. They made fun of the rule, like the the straight white man, traditional straight white man, Rimmer. They made fun of him constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah it's really like the backwards episode was great as well. Oh my god! They, yeah, when they get to nod, no. Yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> the writing is it's so good. Incredible. Like, I, I quote it so often, and when you inadvertently quote it, and someone quotes it back, you know you've made a friend. It's yes. One of those where it's like hit. I've got a bit on my uh, radio show where I, uh, I've, I've clipped Engage Smug Mode and I <laughs> regularly play it on my Magic FM show. And are I know you, most of the listeners are going, what was that? Are you sure, sir? It does involve changing the bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Since 2003, Juliet has made approximately 1.5 million toasters. And every week at the West Sussex factory, over 2,000 plastic toasters shall be. Now here's a very special competition for you all With a classic toaster, sandwich cages, a kettle and some more A travel mug, compostable coffee bags, all guaranteed Choose the colours you like, subject to availability Go 
to julit.com slash toaster. Julit.com slash toaster. Julit.com slash toaster pod. Toasty machine. Uh, Mommy bought a toasty machine, guys. Look at this. I 2019. Did. That, is for the, that was for the office. That was for Carwow. I confiscated it in the end because I, I sort of donated it to the kitchen, mm. but people weren't keeping it clean. I was furious, so I confiscated it and I used to then get it out. Yeah. Or people would have to ask me for permission. I got really, all the power went to my head. But we started just... <laughs> You're a, to- you're a toasty fascist. Yeah, mm-hmm. so around Christmas time as well, you could buy Christmas sandwiches from like M&S and Pratt and toasty them. Oh. I've never, I've never no, thought to do that. No, just put a pre-made sandwich in. Oh my God, yeah. you're a genius. I know, you don't have to. You, yeah, just butter the, butter the outsides, boom. A ready-made sandwich in a toasty machine. Guys, if you're going to do that, please do it. Send us pictures to at ToasterPod on Twitter. That's genius. 25th of October 2019, you've got a Welsh flag. You can take the girl out of Cardiff. Oh, yeah, i got loads of them. You've got to have Welsh flags everywhere. <laughs> got to have them, yeah. So you never forget. Quite right, too. When's that, was, was that 2019? Uh, yeah, that's 2019 you bought that. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to work out if that was... Uh, when we were like Rugby World Cup or the Euros. That is Rugby World Cup. October yeah. 2019 is Rugby World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And look, he sh- We went to watch it in the fan village. Yes. Yes. Good. I want people to know. Yeah. Watching Wales always get quite close to doing okay and then actually not doing that well. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Here's what we're going to do, Vix, as we get towards the end right. of the episode. We're going to go through the last few months. Okay. okay. We're going to see what has been going on. It may be quite boring because I'm trying to spend less, but give it a whirl. I'm looking and I can tell you they are not boring. All right, let's have it. Christmas lingerie, mm, sexy Santa dress. Oh, yeah. Hello. I, yeah, I bought, I've got uh, this vegan leather dress yeah. uh, without a top underneath is racy. I see. <laughs> so okay. um, for the listener, it's a wrap dress. Women will know. Yeah. If you've got a certain type of figure, it's a bit gratuitous. Right. So for festive funsies, I yeah. bought a little red dress with Santa fur on it to go underneath nice. this. Nice. And uh, that is not an excuse. I can tell you, you can go on my Instagram. It's Vix Layton. You can see me in it. So uh, Excellent. Yeah. A lot of costumes here, Vix. A lot of costumes again. I'm so, I'm such a child. It's all about the joy. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, we have got a cup warmer. It's a coffee mug warmer. This was on the 18th of January, 2023. Oh, my friend's home office is in the attic of her house, yeah. which is quite far away from the kettle. And she likes <laughs> massive, like, Sports Direct style mugs of tea. So I, I go and stay with her when I'm doing gigs up north because she lives in Sheffield. Yeah. And uh, she was only getting halfway through and then she was coming down microwaving tea. Yeah, done and it that, bro- mate. it broke yeah. my heart. It's the saddest thing so you'll ever do. Mm. I bought her a, a cup warmer. <laughs> To keep a drink at a consistent temperature. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's genius. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, and uh, to have a quick, like a final look um, at uh, <laughs> what you've got in your Amazon history, one of the things I like to do um, is to look at your lists. Okay. I don't think I've listed anything. Well, there's a wish list. Okay. But that's... it's only, it's got one thing on it, which was added in September 2018. All right, tell me. And this is a way for us to construe, you know, any future directions oh, in Christ. your life. Drag queen colouring book, adult colour therapy. There you go. I mean, if any item sums me up, there you what go. a conclusion. The joy of colouring in, the inner child of colouring in, and it's a drag queen colouring book. What LGBTQ plus. It's I mean, brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, that is in your uh, wish list. So I've added it now to the basket. So uh, Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy it? 
with my money because you're in my account. Because I'm that generous. Wow. That's the kind of guy I am. Um, Get get on the Patreon, guys. Five pounds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Vix, thank you so much for coming on My Mate Water Toaster. I feel like, uh, well, we've learned lots about you that you love life, you love dressing up, you hate jobs and you love a bargain and your dad's a gamer. So much stuff. I know. That was a a densely packed episode. Tell us, please, uh, where can we find you on socials? Anything you want to plug and promote now is your chance. Okay. I am Vix Layton, V-I-X-L-E-Y-T-O-N, so like Leighton Orient, across all socials. Finally, I was like holding strong to usernames that were... Funny and quirky for a while, but yeah. when when Screw I go into comedy, people like just use your name. People yeah, come yeah. Around it's you. weird how people in comedy don't like being funny. <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah, there were no other Vic Slayton, so I could be like, I am Vic Slayton or mm. the real, because there is only one, mm-hmm. probably for the best. So, yeah. <laughs> I've got a podcast. It's called Foss Economy. I present it with Mark Watson's brother Paul, and uh, we've got Paul because he's like Mark Watson, but much cheaper. So, much which cheaper. tells you a little bit about the concepts. You it's have a similar vibe. Bargain hunted through the Watson family. I have. Clever. He's just as good. He's just as good. He really is. Sounds yeah. the same as well. Bloody hell. Which one is the wish? Which is the wish, Watson? It, it yeah. varies day to day. So yeah, it, we go through everybody's uh, like the worst ripoff they've ever had, the biggest bargain. It's a rant podcast, really. Nice, nice. Well, so, I can say I've done it and it was great have. fun. Yeah, it was really, really good. I loved it. Vix, you're a superstar. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Oh, good squeak at the end there as well. Okay. Nice squeaking. That was my dress. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she absolutely fantastic? Vix Layton. Go and give her a follow on all the socials. Vix Layton, V-I-X-L-E-Y-T-O-N. Thanks for listening, dudes. Um, if you haven't already entered the Jewelit competition, I really recommend you do. It's an incredible bundle of Jewelit goodness worth over £400, including toasters and uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, it's really, really good. Jewelit.com slash toasterpod. We're giving away five sets. So I think we've given away one so far. We've got four more to go. Um, why not head over there? You never know. Dualit, D-U-A-L-I-T dot com slash toasterpod. Uh, good luck. Let me know how you get on. If you win, that'll be well exciting. Dualit.com slash toasterpod. That's it for today's episode. As ever, you can follow us on all the platforms. We've got a load of our shows up on YouTube now, uh, which is, of course, YouTube.com. <laughs> That's the website for YouTube. You knew that, right? YouTube.com slash this is weird slash at my mate bought a toaster all one word I, I i know i don't have you ever heard of at being in a web address that's very emaily for me youtube.com slash at my mate bought a toaster and please oh i feel like such a gen z but can you like and subscribe and give us a thumbs up yeah thanks guys uh, next week we are back again of course i don't know who i'm gonna put out next week i've got two interviews tomorrow which i am super excited about So I might put one of those out. I'm not going to name any names because people always cancel last minute. Uh, But (laughs) you never know. So it'll be a good episode. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you need to know. It's going to be dead good. All right. Speak soon. Take care. Kind regards. All the best. Thanks for coming.